those of you that have your Bibles this, this morning, we're coming out of the book of 1 Corinthians this morning. Paul, Paul was talking, uh, sending a letter to the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, 15th chapter, beginning at verse 1. Paul was sending a letter to the Corinthians, and, he, and over in the 15th chapter, Paul kept sending letters to the Corinthians because if we're not careful at times in our life, sometimes we will veer away from where God wants us to go. Sometimes we will walk away from the very thing that God is telling us to stay in, but sometimes we walk away. Why we walk away? Because sometimes we walk away because we hear other doctrines. And in hearing other doctrines, sometimes it draws us away from God. I have no problem with the black Israelites, but the black Israelites have a problem with different color people. Y'all ain't talking to me. I have no problem with the kingdom hall, but the kingdom hall don't believe that Jesus raised. Amen? I have no problem with the Buddhists, but the Buddhists to believe that what the big man name? A, I don't know who they God is, but what's his name? Buddha. They, they believe Buddha is God. One thing I realize in life, I, not, I don't have a problem with anyone. I just have a problem with what makes them think how they think. I have no problem with homosexuality. I have no problem with gays. I just have a problem with what makes them be who they think they are. Christ died for us. Christ died for our sins. Amen. Christ died that we may love one another. Amen. And that's the thing that bothers me the most is we say we love one another, but we have differences with one another. We say we love everybody, but we have differences with them. How can we love and hate at the same time? It's impossible. Paul was telling the Corinthians here in the 15th uh, chapter. Paul says, where my glasses? I got my glasses right. So Paul said this, because we're teaching in a series called Resurrection, Power, and Purpose. Resurrection, Power, and Purpose. Do you have a purpose in life? Do you have a purpose in life? Do you have a purpose? I had a purpose in life. I wanted to be the greatest baseball player that was out there. But I got married, Brother Mike. I was the greatest one in what I did. No matter what I did, in any sport I played, I felt like I was the greatest at it. I felt like nobody could beat me at what I do. But as you look at Christ, Christ did something that no other person could ever do. He raised himself from the grave. Kato Mari. No one else could ever do it. Come on, let's read. Paul was telling the Corinthians, uh, 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 resurrection power and purpose. But watch this. Faith's reality. This is faith's reality. Undoubtedly, uh, 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 in the 15th chapter, it says, Moreover, brother, brethren, I have declared unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and within ye stand. By which also ye have saved, you are saved, if you keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed 
in vain. Verse 3, for I deliver unto you first of all that which I received. How, 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 that I received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. Verse 4, and that he was buried, that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Verse 5 says, and that he was seen of Cephas, which is Peter, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain until this present. But some are falling asleep. Verse 7, after that, he was seen of James, then all the apostles. Eight, and last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. Paul undoubtedly had heard that there were some folks that was teaching there was no resurrection. Paul had heard it, so he decided that I need to write the Corinthians to let the Corinthians know there was a resurrection. So undoubtedly, there were some things going around. There are some miracles that happened here at Town Creek, but undoubtedly, folks said they ain't real. There were some miracles happened here at Town Creek that folks said, no, no, it didn't happen. It happened there. And then, and then Town Creek said, yes, it did happen at Town Creek. Maybe there was a person that was sick that got healed. Maybe there was a person that was blind and got their sight back. But something happened here at Town Creek that folks say couldn't happen. They say, Adrian, why are you going to that church? I go to this church because the Spirit of the Lord lives in the church. And Paul was telling the Corinthians, he, he said, listen, I know you have heard some things. I know you have heard that there was no resurrection. I know you have heard these things. But what I want to let you know, they're untrue because there was a resurrection. How, 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 how do you know? So, so, so Paul said, uh, let, let me explain what I'm talking about. And, and Paul said, let me go to some doctrine there uh, 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 in the scripture. Uh, and he said, he said, according to the scripture, Paul kept saying, listen, it ain't because of me. He said, according to the scripture. Anytime you talk to somebody you, and you're telling them about God, you say, according to the scripture. Always go to the scripture. Never give them what you thought. You know, people sometimes say, hey, man, this is what I would do if I was you. Hey, this is what I would do. You know how the women are, girl, if I was you, this is what I would do if I was you. I would do this. I would do that. Every time you witness to someone, you witness to them because the scripture says. Paul said, listen, let me tell you something. He said, because of the scripture, I want to tell you about the scripture. He said in Isaiah 53, 9. Go to Isaiah 53 and 9. Isaiah 53 and 9. I want to show you what Paul said, Isaiah 53. Paul was telling him, listen, it, 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 I know you heard some things. I know you heard some things. I know you said some things that they said that there was no resurrection. But let me take you to Isaiah 53 and 9. And Isaiah 53 and 9 said, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because, because he, had no, he had done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleases the Lord to bruise him. Paul said, let me take you to the scripture to show you that there was he had raised from the grave. Watch this. So that's when you tell non-believers in your life, non-believers say, hey, Jesus didn't raise, Jesus is still in the grave. You tell non-believers this, he did raise because he's inside of me. 
I thought I would have got an amen right there. Because he lives on the inside of me. That's, that's how I know that Jesus is alive. Jesus said, listen, I go away to prepare a place for you. He said, but I'm going to send you back a comfort, which is the Holy Ghost. And do you have the Holy Ghost? See, 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 a lot of times I think we're scared to say that we have the Holy Ghost because we feel like the Holy Ghost is all Make us do all these things and make us jump and make us shout. And make, no, no, as long as the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of me, I can preach the word of God. I can teach the word of God. I can sing the word of God if the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of me. So you tell any non-believer, yes, Christ was risen from the grave. Why? Because he lives on the inside of me. Paul said, let me tell you what the scriptures, this is what the scriptures, the scripture says. He, he, he was raised from the dead. So, 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 and, and, and he said, he was raised from the dead, so, so he lives on the inside of me. But well, let me ask this question. Do he lives on the inside of me? I keep hearing, yes, 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 yes. If you're unsure, you need to check yourself. So do he lives on the inside of you? Do, do, do you love your brother? Do you love your sister? Do you love those who despitefully use you? Can you turn the other cheek? See, we look, I, I saw this thing, uh, 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 what was it, the, uh, the Oscars, uh, uh, when Will Smith, yeah, okay then, yeah, well, you all saw it too. I woke up to it, and, and, and what I found out is, out of all these things, we said Will Smith was wrong, they said Chris Rock was wrong, blah, blah, blah. One thing I found out is, Chris Rock showed Christians how to turn the other cheek. Y'all ain't talking to me. He showed Christians how to turn the other cheek because if it was me. <laughs> if it was you, could you have turned the other cheek? If you say Christ lives on the inside of you. If a non-believer come up and have a discord with you that actually says that Christ don't live anymore. Could you still stay humble? I had a conversation with a young man the other day. Went to go get me something to eat, and I'm tired. I just got back from a program on Mama Smith. I, I was tired. I didn't feel like dealing with him, you know. I mean, I, was, I told my wife, I'm going here to get me a couple of hot dogs, chili, on top of the hot dog. They didn't have no slaw, which made me mad on top of that. And I said, I'm going here to get me something to eat. And I said, you want something? She said, no, I don't want anything. But you know when your wife says she don't want anything, that means... She wants something. So I brought four hot dogs. I figured she'd go eat one of them. And so this guy came up and he tried to sell me something. He had a whole bunch of jewelry around his neck and he said, listen, I got a watch. I got all this stuff. And he was just showing it to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And he said, do you have any money? I said, no, I got any money. I just got some money, just enough to pay for my food, you know. He said, well, you know, the Lord, the Lord don't like, you know, dishonest people. I said, well, the Lord don't like sin either. <laughs> you know, so he went on to tell me he said but you know there's a secret in the Bible he said, there's a secret in the Bible and, 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 and let me tell you something God when you prepare the message God will put something before you to make you realize this is the message you need to preach and he, he said listen there's a secret in the Bible that a lot of people didn't know about which now you're piquing my interest because you're talking about the Bible and so he said, there's a secret in the Bible that people didn't know about. He said that, that, that when Jesus went to the grave with Lazarus, and when Jesus went to the grave with Lazarus, he raised Lazarus from the grave. And he said, all of the people jump up and start shouting, hallelujah. He said, people don't know that. He said, that's the greatest miracle in the Bible. 
Ah. I said, brother, I got an issue with that one. I said, I got an issue with it because if you look at the scripture, when Jesus went in the grave, he, he, he raised Lazarus, but Jesus raised his own self. And, 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 and I told him, I said, listen, I said, when Jesus went in the grave, he stayed there three days, but on the third day he got up. I said, that is the greatest miracle in the Bible. Why? Because he was resurrected for our sins. I said, so why did you say that was the greatest miracle? He said, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about, man. You don't know what you're talking about. It was when Lazarus got up out of the grave. I said, your problem is you don't listen. <laughs> That's your problem. You, you, you don't listen. The Bible said the greatest gift of all. That he has given us was his son, Jesus Christ. And when he raised from the grave, that's the greatest miracle in the world. Because I heard, I heard Orrin say something today, which was, I don't know what that was, Orrin. I didn't do anything, I promise you. <laughs> Orrin said something in class today. He said the difference between resuscitation and resurrection. There's a difference. There's, there's a difference between resuscitation and resurrection. Uh, because resuscitation is, is, is what, what happened to Lazarus. Mm -hmm. Resuscitation is what happened to Lazarus. Because when Christ was risen, he came in a different form. Yeah, yeah. And it was resuscitation for Lazarus, but it was resurrection for Jesus Christ. I told my, that, that just blew my mind away right there. Watch this. Where I was in, 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 verse, in verse, he said, uh, in verse 8, in verse 8, in verse 9, he said this. Paul was still teaching uh, uh, the, uh, the Corinthians. He was still teaching the Corinthians. And he said in verse 9, for I am, this is what he says, for I am the least. So Paul began to talk about himself at that point. Paul began, Paul began to say, for I am the least of the apostles, uh -huh, that, that I'm not me. The call of the apostle because I persecuted the church. Paul said, I persecuted the church, so I, I'm, I'm less than any of the apostles. But one thing I, I, I realized, everybody knows your past, but only God knows your future. Anytime, anytime the enemy begins to bring up your past, you remind him of his future. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. Anytime... The enemy, if somebody could, well, I remember what you used to do, or I remember when you used to do this. Yeah, I remember when you used to be a, uh, used to drink. Yes, I used to drink. I remember when you used to smoke weed. Yeah, I used to smoke weed. I remember when you used to do this. You used to lie. Yes, I used to lie. I remember all of these things, but I want to remind you, it ain't you talking. It's the devil on the inside of you. I just want to remind you of your future. That's what I want, to remind, I want to remind you of your future. Why? Because Christ lives on the inside of me. I'm a changed individual. When I gave my life to Christ, it changed everything in my life. So when Paul gave his life to Christ on the road to Damascus, Paul said, but still, yeah, I'm the least of those, is what he said. I'm the, I'm, I'm the least. He said, but by grace, in verse 10, by, but by grace of God, I am what I am. It's not by works, it's by the grace of God. Watch this. Uh, uh, in which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more. Mm -hmm. I labored more abundantly than they. Yet, not I, watch this, but, not, but the grace of God, which was in me. Therefore, 
whether it were I, they, so we preach and you believe. Paul said, listen, we preached about the resurrection. We talked about the resurrection. So how is it that you allowed somebody to tell you that there was no resurrection? If you believe Christ died, if you believe he died for your sins, how can you allow somebody to tell you something different? If you believe, watch this, watch this. Verse 12 says, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there's no resurrection of the dead? Watch this. This is our hope. Kingdom Hall. Can I talk about the Kingdom Hall? Kingdom Hall says that Christ did not rise from the grave. And then they said, you are going to stay in the grave. The last time I checked the record, Corinthians 5, I think 5 and 8 said, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. That's our hope is in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So, so to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. So I already know if I die and I die in Christ, I'm going to be with the Lord when I wake up. <laughs> When I open my eyes again, I'm going to be a new creature. I'm going to wake up in heaven to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. So don't let the kingdom of home people come to your house. Like Paul telling the Corinthians, watch this, Pastor Clint preaching every Sunday. So how can we be deceived by the kingdom home? Listen, don't, don't shoo them away like you do a fly. Shoot, shoot, fly, don't bother me. You know the word, you're like they know the word. Amen. So, so open your door to them. When they come to you, knock on your door, open the door. Let them in. Don't be afraid of them. Just don't let them dictate what you're talking about. Amen? Amen. I think I'm going to put a sign in my front yard that say, Kingdom Hall, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it in my yard. Say, Kingdom Hall, welcome. If you put it in the yard, they, they probably won't come see you then. You see what I'm saying? But I'm going to put it in my yard. Kingdom Hall, welcome. Why? Because I want to get them saved. That's where we should all be. We should want to get them saved. Amen? Amen. We should. We should. We should want to get them saved. And, and watch this. He said, he said, but if there's no resurrection, Paul was telling them, listen, if there's no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? If there was no resurrection of the dead, is Christ not risen? So is Christ still in the grave like Buddha? Is Christ still in the grave like Muhammad? Hmm? Is, is Christ still in the grave? If there was no resurrection, so he's saying, is he still in the grave? You don't believe that there's no resurrection. Some don't believe that there's no resurrection. I taught you that there was a resurrection, but you don't believe that there was a resurrection. So is he still in the grave? Watch this. He said, if that's so, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, is Christ still in the It has not risen. For if Christ be not risen, watch this then is our preaching in vain. Is what Orrin teach every morning, every Sunday morning in vain? If Christ isn't risen? Is what Clint preach every Sunday in vain because Christ isn't risen? Watch this. And he said, and your faith, because we teach faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Watch this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. We know Christ raised, was raised from the grave. 
We know he raised us, but it's the evidence of things. I didn't see it, but I believe it. God Almighty. I didn't see. I don't, I don't know how to see how Paul uh, and, and all of them say how heaven's going to be. I never seen it, but I still believe it. I heard there's going to be streets to go. I ain't seen it, but I still believe it. I heard he's going to be standing beside the Father. I ain't seen it, but I believe it. So you can't change my mind, no matter what doctrine you bring about. You can't change my mind. Why? Because I haven't seen it, but I read it in the scripture. And the last time I checked the record, the scripture is true. The Bible said, let every man be a lie, but not God's word. He said, he said, watch this. He said, he said, he said in 15, he said, yeah, and, uh, yea, and we were found false witness of God because we have testified of God that he had raised Christ up, whom he has raised, whom he raised not up. Watch this. If so, that be that the dead raised not. He said, listen, if we said Christ was raised from the dead in Revelation, watch this. In Revelation, the book of Revelation 21 and 8, it says these, all cowards, watch this. All unbelievers, all veils, all murderers, all sexual immorality, all witchcraft, all doubters. And, and Paul was saying this. He said in the 15th, he said, if Christ is found as, yeah, if we were found false witnesses of God, that means we lied about it. In Revelation, it says, and all liars will have their they day in the lake of fire. So anything we preach to you, we were preaching this all this time. And if we're preaching in vain, that means we're lying. That means everything that we preached about was a lie. Everything we said that was going to happen was a lie. All of this is in vain. But Paul said, I come to tell you, it's not a lie. It did happen. It is true. Why? Because he said so. If God said it, that settles it. And I believe it. If God said it, that settles it. Why am I arguing with you if God said it? Why am I having a discussion with you if God said it? Paul said all of this stuff would be in vain if, 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 if we preached this and it never happened. If it never happened, we're preaching in vain. Our preaching is in vain. In 16 he said, for if the dead raise not, then is not Christ raised? If the dead raise not, is not Christ raised? For, 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 for 18, then they then they also, which are fallen asleep in Christ, are perished. Paul was telling him, he said, listen, there were some mm -hmm, that witnessed it that are still living. And Paul said, there were some that witnesses have fallen asleep. Mm -hmm. And so those that witnesses that were still alive were still telling you that Christ. See, that's where we ought to be at the church of the living God. We ain't there yet, but we ought to still be continue to preach Christ is risen. That's what we ought to continue to preach, that Christ is risen. He's not dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's still yet alive. Amen. Well, how, how you feel that? Listen, listen, listen. I can't, I can't see the wind, but I feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I realized something. Uh, there was a song that a songwriter wrote. He, he said, he, he said how, how, can I, how can I know that God lives? If I cut my finger, I can see the cut. I, I can feel it. I, I can feel it. And, 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 and how do you know Christ lives? How do you know he's still alive? Well, I'm woke this morning. I woke up this morning. Watch this. I woke up in my right mind. 
Mm -hmm. I woke up with the activity of my limbs. Mm -hmm. I, I, I woke up, and listen, and a lot of times we wake up in the morning, do the first thing we do is give God praise. We, Owen said something that was in, in class today. He said, we get so busy throughout the day that a lot of times we forget to give God some time. And watch this, though. Three o'clock in the morning, Christ come knocking on your door. He said, get up, I want to talk to you. Because you're hustling bustle throughout the day. Running this place, running that place, you're hustling bustle throughout the day. And then all of a sudden, now when you're in the relaxed mode, you're, you're tired from running all day, and now God said, I want to talk to you. But Lord, why are you waking up 3 o'clock in the morning? But why can't you do it at 7 o'clock? I just got finished eating at 7 o'clock. Why you can't do it at 7 o'clock? Lord, why you can't do it at 8 o'clock? Lord, why you can't do it now? I just took a shower. Why you can't do it at that time? Because you still got the hustle and bustle of the world going on in your mind. What you going to do tomorrow? How you going to do this tomorrow? What you going to do next month? What I got to do here? But we still ain't giving God time. So how can we tell the people that God is alive if we're running all over the place but not giving him time? He's still alive. Amen. Watch this. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I told my wife, I said, I won't go be here for long. I said, because, listen, I know Clint, you know, have y'all out by 12, right? I told my wife, I said, I'll try to get him out by 2. Okay, I would try to get him out by, by 2. And, and then she looked at me like, you probably going to be there by yourself, Adrian. <laughs> so, so he said, he said it's pointless. It, it is pointless. That, 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 that what the thing that we've been teaching all this time, it is pointless. But, but watch this. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, he said, If thou confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Right in that point when he said, If thou confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. See, that's one thing that you got to keep in your mind all the time is that God raised Jesus from the dead. That's one thing that you should go to bed with. God raised Jesus from the dead. That's one thing you should wake up. God raised Jesus from the dead. So anytime somebody comes saying he didn't, you say God raised Jesus from the dead. We got to continue to keep those things in our mind. We got to continue to keep the scriptures on our heart all the time. Why? Because we're going to be challenged day by day by non-believers. And we said we want to get them saved. We, that's what we said. We said, we, but we ain't telling them about the resurrection. Amen? I know, I didn't get a lot of amens on that one right there. Listen, he says, he says in verse 19, he said, but if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men most miserable. Listen, Paul was saying, listen, if we have that in Christ, we, then we're miserable. We, we, we ain't got anything because, why? Because we're teaching uh, uh, non, we're teaching vain stuff is what we're teaching. We're, we're teaching it. So, 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 so next time, if we didn't believe that, because we have an outlook on how the ending is going to be. They didn't have an outlook on how the ending is going to be. So, so if we was back then, Mike was preaching, they were like, man, Mike don't know what he's talking about. But, but because we can't see the ending of it. We just have to believe that it's going to happen. Watch this. We can't see the ending of what's going to happen, but we know it's coming. Mm -hmm. We know it's going to happen one day. What we got to do is keep the faith in God that why, we're going to be one of the ones that rapture with him. 
We have to keep the faith in God to let him know that, listen, I'm going back with him when he comes back to get me. I'm going back with him. I'm going to return. I ain't worried about it no more. I ain't worried about what you say. I'm going back with him. My grandma, my grandma used to say, this world is not my home. I'm just a pilgrim. I'm, I'm just traveling through that this time. Because do, do, do you not realize we had dual citizenship? We have dual citizenship. We came from glory to earth to go back to glory. So can you imagine you come from heaven here to earth? God, oh, I'm getting happy. I'm trying not to get happy. We came from earth, heaven down to earth to tell men and women the wages of sin is death. But there's a gift called eternal life, which is in Jesus Christ. And once I tell them that, God said, I'm going to take you on back home with me. Glory be to our God. Watch this. He said, he said but now, tw- verse 20, but now is Christ risen from the dead and, bec- and become the first fruit. Watch this, the first fruit uh, uh, of them that sleep. Verse 21, for since by men come death, by men come also the resurrection of dead. By, watch this. He's the first fruit. You know, back in the scripture, it said that they ought to bring the first fruit of their harvest to the altar. They ought to bring the first fruit of their harvest to the priest. And, and Christ is the first fruit, the one that ever done this. He's the first one that ever done it and will be the last. There's no other religion except Christianity that can tell you that their Savior went in the grave and came out. Then why are we believing other religions? Why is it so easy for other religions to preach to you and you believe when you heard the word of God say, no one did it but one? And that's Jesus Christ. He says, he says, he says, verse 22, for as in Adam all died, watch this, we all died, in Adam we all die, even so in Christ shall we all live. In Adam, we all die because of what Adam done. But now in Christ, when I gave my life to Christ, when I, when I gave my heart to him, I found out something. I found out something. That if, you, if, if the brain dies, the heart still lives. You wonder why the scriptures say, give God your heart. Because if your brain dies, the heart still pumps. God said, I want that thing that still lives. God Almighty. He said, I want that very thing that gives life. That's what I want from you. So give him your heart. I know y'all should tell. That's what he said. That's what he said. I, I get excited. Don't worry about it. I get excited for you. You know, he said, for Harlan and Adam, we all, we, 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 in, in him, we shall live. But 23 said this, but for every man in his own order, Christ the first fruit, which did it first, afterwards, that they that are Christ at his coming. So Christ was saying, listen, I did it first. I rose from the grave. I did it first. Now, I'm going to come and get you. Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm going to come and get you and raise you from the dead. God told mighty Jesus. In that second coming of Christ, he's coming back. The Bible says he's going to crack the sky. And when the sky, he said, every eye shall see him. Watch this. He said, every tongue shall confess. Watch this. He said, every knee shall bow. I found out the Buddha's going to have to bow. 
I found out Muhammad going to have to bow. I found out Muslims going to have to bow. I found out King Mahal going to have to bow. He's going to crack the sky and every eye shall see him. But one thing I want you to know, I'm going back with him. Kato, mighty. I'm going back with him when he comes. Are you going? Y'all should have got excited. You should have got excited right there. Are you going? See, 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 I'm, I'm like a hunter. I'm like a hunter. I, I don't hunt, but I'm like a hunter. I wish I could go hunting. Probably go sleep in the deer thing, but, uh, but I want to go, go deer hunting is what I want to do. I want to go deer hunting because a deer hunter, when they shoot the deer, they get so excited. But, but, but what about things I found out? The deer will keep moving, and you have to track that thing down. You have to just watch the blood dripping. Anybody, any deer hunters in here? Any deer hunters in here? Yeah, you have to track the blood, don't you? Because it can run a long way. And then when it runs a long way, then, then sometimes you have to start it late. Sometimes you have to go back and get them in the morning, right? So, but, but, but you track the blood. And when you track the blood, then you actually run up on it. I don't know if the blood gets thicker when it keeps dropping. I don't know. You're a deer hunter. I'm not a deer hunter, but I don't know how it happens. But I know that you track this deer down. And once you track the deer down, that we ought to be like that. We ought, to be, we, we ought to be unbeliever hunters. Y'all ain't talking to me. That's what we ought to be. We ought to be unbeliever hunters. It, it's, it's that we know people that are not saved. We know people that don't believe in the resurrection. We know the ones, huh? We, we know them, and we ought to track them down. Amen? We, we ought to track them down. We ought to put them in this, what you call it, the crosshairs? That was, we ought to put them in the crosshair. And we put them in the crosshair, we ought to get them saved. We ought to get them sanctified. We ought to get them filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, they, they, when we get them filled with the Holy Ghost, then they can come to the church. And when they come to the church, then they can see somebody else and say, wait a minute, what happened to you? There was a transformation because Jesus rose to give me a transformation to be who I am today. God Almighty. Put them in the crosshairs. Find them. You, you know where they're at. You know where they're at. Don't be afraid of them. There's someone, some, some in the other religion. Mm-hmm. They waiting on you. Y'all ain't talking to me. They waiting on you. They waiting on you to come to, re- to, to save them. They waiting on you to come to reach out to them. That's what they waiting on. They waiting on you to come and tell them that Jesus is alive and well. Amen? So there's a song that a good friend of mine, Pastor Billy, Bishop Billy Smith, saying, do you wonder why I act as crazy as I act? Because you don't know my story. God told Almighty, well, you don't know my story, so don't judge how I praise God. I could jump up and down if I want. Don't judge how I praise it because you don't know what I went through. You don't know what I went through to get here today. You don't know what I went through to get here every day. You don't know what I went through to go to work every day. I had to have Jesus. You have no idea. You have no idea what people go through on a day-to-day basis. I'm trying to keep up with my time, Mike. You have no idea what people go through on a daily basis. Only thing you know is you see them. That's all you know. But they could be unbelievers that need to be saved. But we can't put them in the crosshair. Because I don't want to say nothing. I, I don't want to offend the alphabet community. I know. I know. The LMNOP community, let me say it like that. I don't want to offend them. You know, because, because, because they might come against me. I, I don't want to offend them. I don't want to invite them to the church. You know, why you don't want to invite him to the church? I told a guy the other day, he said, well, I ain't got no clothes. You know, I found out something. I found out a person that don't want to go to church has the most excuses than anybody in the world. 
I said, I got some clothes. I bring some clothes by, I drop them off. It's not a problem. Well, uh, I ain't got no ride. Well, I'll come out and pick you up. But what time you coming? Well, I said, well, you know, Sunday school starting at, uh, at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock? That's, that's too early. Okay, that's too early for coming out. Okay, well, listen, we, service started at 1030. I said, I come back and get you at 10 o'clock. Well, how long y'all stay in church? <laughs> they got an excuse no matter what, what it is that you want. They always got an excuse. But here's the thing. How determined are you are to get them? How determined are you are, just like Paul, to tell them that he, 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 he's risen from the grave? How, how determined are you to tell them? If he was a salesman, how determined are you are to get that sale? We'll go door to door. That's one thing I commend the Kingdom Hall on. Is no matter what happens, they go to the next door. Throw water in their face. They go to the next door. Say ungodly things to them. They can still go to the next door. Yell at them. They go to the next door. Sick the dog on them. They go to the next door. Mm-hmm. But the saints, we go to the first door. I come tell you that Jesus is alive and well. Man, get off my yard. Man, I don't want to do this no more. We give up just that quick. I found that the race is not given to the swift or the strong. It's given to the ones that hold out to the end. We don't get weary of the work that we got to do. It's just in the work where we get weary at. Because it seems like we ain't getting no help. It seems like, you know what Paul said? He says, you know, I'm, I'm the less of the ones, but it seems like I'm doing most of the work. That's what we get sometimes. But if you don't do it, who's going to do it? If you don't speak to him, who's going to speak to him? If you don't witness to him, who's going to witness to him? I let the next man do it. And then what the next man going to say? I let the next man do it. And then what the next man going to say? I let the next man do it. And then now we have a whole bunch of people that's walking around that are not saved because you decided to let the next man do it. We have to change our thought pattern. We got to get them saved, people. Amen. Amen. We got to get that alphabet community saved. Amen? Amen. We got to get the whoremongers saved. We ain't got to be afraid to go out there and talk to them. Amen? We may not win them all, but I can win one. Glory be to our God. If I can win one, then the angels in heaven rejoice. Amen? And there's a correct possibility I can win two. And then God knows if I take another brother with me, we might win three. Amen? Amen. I, when we had, I told you when we had the... the the, the, the uh, homeless drive, one young lady came and said, I want to I I be saved. I want to be saved. And one of, my, one, of my, one of my friends came running over there to me. He was like, hey, Pastor, hey, Pastor. I said, what's wrong? He said, there's a lady over there that want to be saved. I said, well, my wife and them over there? He's like, yeah, they talking to her. Well, that's all right then. You ain't got to run over here and tell me when you got somebody else. They going to get her saved. Maybe you should be over there to get saved too. You don't want to trying to get me. <laughs> but they're out there waiting on us to tell them that Jesus is alive and well. Let's stop procrastinating. Amen. Let's tell people that Jesus is alive and well. That he raised, he was rose from the grave. Now he sits at the right hand of the Father. Make an intercession for me. 
he died for my sins. Because he knew I'm going to probably mess up tomorrow. Probably going to mess up the day after that, too. <laughs> probably the day after that as well. But he died for me. He died for that. Amen. And we must be witnesses of Christ. We, the only Christ people see sometimes is in us. Amen. Show them. Come on, show them Christ. Amen. Because I hate at the end of it all. I want to hear a statement from God. Well done. That good and faithful servant. Follow the good fight. I don't want to hear depart from me. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear well done, that good and faithful servant. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. We have been uh, in this world. How long are you? How old are you? 84. He's been in this world 84 years probably witness to a lot of people. Sometimes, Mama Smith, y'all passed a torch to us to keep going, but we drop it sometimes. We drop the torch from time to time. But one thing I found out, pick it up. Amen? The Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. Do me a favor. Don't let me get done. Don't, 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 don't let me get done. You, you, you see me stepping someplace I don't need to step? Don't let me get done. You see me doing some ungodly things? Don't let me get done, mama. Keep praying. Because the Bible said iron sharpens iron. Help me stay sharp. Because there's souls at stake now. There's souls at stake. Help me stay sharp. I'm going to help you stay sharp because there's souls at stake. They see you every Sunday. There's souls at stake. I can't let you slip because there's souls at stake. I can't let them talk about you because there's souls at stake. I can't let them lie on you because there's souls at stake. Help me stay sharp. Look at your neighbor. neighbor. Yes, neighbor. I said, look at your neighbor. I ain't said, look at me. Look at your neighbor. I said, neighbor. Help me stay sharp. Look at your neighbor on the other side. Say, neighbor, you heard that. Help him stay sharp. <laughs> Help me stay sharp. Glory be to God. Listen, the altar is open. Glory to God. Do you, wait, before you do, can you do me a favor? Give God some praise in his house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is worthy to be praised. I, I keep saying, I said I was going to try to stand still in one place. It's hard for me to stand still in one place. I know the problem ain't got me on the camera because I know it ain't moving. But I, it's hard for me to stay put in one place. But one thing I want the young folks to realize. If Christ be for you, then who could be against you? If he is for you, who can be against you? Amen. The altar is open. Glory be to God.